Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast and a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. <laughs> Laughing is one of life's premier joys. Besides feeling good, a hearty laugh relieves stress and may improve your immune system. Even during tragedy and emergencies, humor and its physical response, laughing, can ease tension. And when people laugh together, it strengthens their relationships and bond as a group. During an argument or a heated discussion, if motions are running high, an amusing phrase or a funny, absurd reaction can bust the conflict's negative energy. In the 13th century, surgeons used to use humor to distract patients during surgery. And more recently, a journalist and Professor Norman Cousins, in his 1979 book, Anatomy of an Illness, claims to have cured himself of a serious illness. In fact, he was in the hospital and he checked himself out and went into his apartment and spent all his time watching comedy movies and funny skits and taking uh, vitamins. And he says he cured himself doing that. Well, many credit him for starting the modern scientific study of the effect humor has on health, because he was a respected person. Well, today, humor therapy, laughing, is employed by a variety of hospitals and cancer centers to help patients handle pain and improve their health. According to the Mayo Clinic, laughter may ease pain by causing the body to produce its own natural painkillers. And the clinic, one of their staff, also says that laughter may also break the pain spasm cycle common to some muscle disorders. Well, I'm a humor junkie. I'm always reading books about jokes. I memorize doodles of jokes, funny poems, quotes, goofy songs. Here's one I just learned. It's one of my favorites. Why don't lobsters share things with each other? It's because they're shellfish. Well, it's corny, but when you tell somebody that, you know, it brightens their day a little bit. It makes me, I, I've told it many times, I still think it's kind of, it's funny, corny, sure. Well, I don't tell jokes during my talks. Uh, stories, I'll tell funny stories that are related to the topic. And when I interact with the audience, I get laughs. But I use my humor things that I've memorized to, when I meet people day to day, you know, at a grocery store or my friends. Or when I was a full-time safety professional, uh, and I would go out on work sites, I would use humor to endear the work crews to me and my colleagues. Now, there are times when it's inappropriate to laugh, of course, or say something humorous, such as during a severe accident investigation or while you're disciplining someone for a safety violation. But more often, we hold back from laughing when we, when we shouldn't, usually. It's for three reasons. The general mood where we work is somber. The place is laughter isn't common. Or we're afraid we'll look silly or unprofessional. Or sometimes it's just because we don't laugh much. We don't practice, especially when things are going bad for us or we're miserable. Now, you may not be able to eliminate the first reason, but you can do something about the second and third one. And here's how. If you're feeling down and depressed or you're not feeling good, watch or read something comical, just like Norman Cousins did. Emotions are created by your brain. You create all your emotions, but they can be altered by outside stimulus. Laughing will help you get in a better mood. Laughing will also perk you up physically. It's like a mild workout. Research conducted at the Loma Linda University in California showed that, quote, the body 
This response to repetitive laughter is similar to the effect of repetitive exercise. So it actually gives you a workout. Another thing you can do is seek out people who make you laugh. There was a buddy of mine and a co-worker when I was back working in the nuclear power industry. Tim, he was a radiation safety technician. He had red hair and he was a great guy. He was so funny. Uh, even when he was having troubles in his life, the way he described them was like a comedy routine. I loved it when he was on my shift. And even when he wasn't, and you know he was in some other building or someplace else, if I had a chance, I'd go visit him just to get a good laugh. So hang out with people who are funny when you can. No doubt there's folks that you know, and if you're down to, go visit them. I have a friend right now named Jamie who's uh, similar to Tim. And, oh, my word, he's so funny. No matter what he says, it, may, it tickles your funny bone. Another thing you can do is try to find the funny side of your problems. There's nothing more relieving than to laugh while you're in dire straits or when something's going wrong in your life. Here's a case in point. This fellow Rob that I met during a convention, one of the NSC Congress in Philadelphia, he sold and set up communication equipment for rescue operations, all kinds, but mining was one of his big customers, you know, the mining industry. And he told me that it was common for rescuers and trapped miners to joke with each other. He said, during one cave-in, I believe, I'm not positive, I believe it was one in Pennsylvania, when the miners were finally contacted, the responding miner quipped, we better get overtime pay for this. Rob said everyone laughed and it helped relieve the tension. He told, told me it also made it feel like everything was going to be all right. And these miners, by the way, did get saved. Don't be ashamed to laugh. That's one other thing that I see professionals do at times is feel shame. And so they don't laugh. They think if they laugh, it's going to make them seem unprofessional or not intelligent. It's not true. And that goes by what research has found, too. You can be smart, a very professional person in the safety field and still laugh a lot and joke around. In fact, being able to find humor in day-to-day -day situations is linked to emotional intelligence that can help you perform better at work. You just have to avoid offensive comedy and know when it's not a respectable time to laugh or joke around. But you can't always always be laughing or always joke around with everything that happens. No, that would make you seem like there's something even wrong with you. Now, Dr. Paul McGee, he's a humor researcher. He, uh, his site's worth checking out. And his site is laughterremedy.com. So L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R-R-E-M-E-D-Y.com. He's uh, a humor researcher. And I want to quote what he says about humor and the workplace. Humor is especially important on the job, where chronic complaining and negative emotion can quickly undermine morale and reduce productivity. So there's all kinds of benefits to laughing and to humor. Finally, something for your calendar. Mark January 24th. It's Global Belly Laugh Day. 